Um, today we're doing Shishi, I mean Chamishi, of Baloitzcha, but actually um, I looked at the Pasik in Shishi. Uh, we do Vahibin Soya Ha'orim. So this is actually the Pasik from Shishi in uh, Baloitzcha. So what is the Pasik? Whenever we open up the Ark, we say, Vahibin Soya Ha'orim, Vayomer Moshe, Kumo Hashem, Vayofutso Ivecha, Vayanusu Mesanecha Mipanecha. What, what does it mean in the literal, first of all, in the literal sense? What is the Pasik talking about? When the Jewish people would journey, when they were in the desert, so the ark actually went ahead before the Jewish people, and that went and made the path for the Jewish people to go, and the various obstacles that were on the way were straightened out, and it was uh, made uh, so that the Jews followed the path that the Aaron led, and then the Aaron would stop, that's where the Jewish people would camp. So the Aaron basically led the way for and helped them on the path. Um, so the, the Pasik, as Rashi explains it, is so that when the Aaron journeyed, so when it starts to journey, so Moshe Rabbeinu, before it actually journeyed, as it started to journey, Moshe Rabbeinu would say, Kuma Hashem, get up Hashem, sort of, let your enemies be scattered, and let your enemies be running away from before you. So what is this duplicate language over here? First we say, and then we say, they both mean enemies, they're really very similar. But Rashi explains that means the hidden ones, the ones that are not yet... um, they're not yet open, they're not yet actually chasing you. Uh, for them, it's enough that they will scatter, which means they're sort of seeking to advise, to try to harm uh, the Jewish people. So over there, we were saying to Hashem, those enemies that are gathered in, they're not at war yet, but they're plotting, so let them scatter. Uh, but then, uh, those are the people who are actually chasing you, so they're out in war against you. So over there, Yanusu, let them run away, not scatter, but they should run. Instead of chasing you, they should uh, run, run from you, Miponecho. Now, why does he call them Misanecho, your enemies? So Rashi actually makes a comment over here that Misanecho means actually those who hate the Jewish people. So why does he call them those who hate you, hate God? So Rashi explains because anybody who hates the Jew hates actually. The one who said and created the world hates Hashem. As the Pasik says, Rashi brings the support from the Pasik. It says, Those who hate you, they have come ahead. And it says further, who are they? Those who are plotting against your people. So, so basically, you have the uh, enemy, uh, the hidden, the enemy who is still gathered, is not chasing you. You have the other ones who are chasing you. And we're saying that both cases, they should scatter and they should run away. I'm just not sure, I mean, just at the top, I'm not sure how come Rashi only explains Misanecha. Uh, he doesn't explain Oivecha. I mean, Oivecha comes first. Uh, Rashi says, Who is Misanecha? They hate you. Uh, Rashi says, They hate you refers to those who hate the Jews. But when it says Oivecha, your enemies, it doesn't say, uh, Rashi doesn't ask of the who are the enemies. So Rashi only explains it by Misanecha. I'm not sure. Maybe in the first instance of Yvecha, uh, since we're talking about that they're gathered in, they're not actually at, 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 at 
for war, so they can be plotting against Hashem too. So maybe over there, the meaning of Vevecha actually means God's enemies. It's very understood that they're, why are they enemies of God? Because they, they go against Hashem's will, so they're enemies of God. I guess maybe only because Misanecha, Rashi says, means those that are chasing you, they can't chase God. I mean, God they can't chase. So Rashi wants to know, so why are they called Misanecha? I mean, they're Misanecha Yisrael. So Rashi says, Misanecha, maybe that's the reason. But the point that I wanted to bring out just very briefly is that that's what we do when we open up the Aron Kodesh. Because that's actually just like the Ark travels, so the Torah is the Ark. What was the Ark? The Ark had the Luchas, that was the Torah. So we don't have the Ark and the Luchas now. So when the Torah travels, that's sort of a very powerful moment. Just like the Ark traveled to uh, physically take away all the dangers and all the enemies and scatter them, and protected the Jewish people. So in essence, essentially, also on a spiritual level, we're basically praying to Hashem, when the Oren, when the Torah is going to travel, so we're praying to Hashem, that also, then we're talking about also, we have the inner enemy, and we have the inner uh, foe who is trying to sort of stumble us. And, uh, and sometimes it's in a level of which is gathered, it's not openly chasing you, it's not openly, it's just uh, maybe you have disturbing thoughts, you have things that you question, you have uh, issues in your amuna, in your betochen, and in your trust in Hashem, maybe that will be the mukhonosim, that will be oivecha, um, and, um, and then we'll have the mesanecha, maybe that's talking about already, you know, sometimes we actually fail, not only in our thoughts, but maybe in action, maybe we don't always do well, they're actually chasing us, and we're asking Hashem, and that's a pretty powerful prayer. So when the Torah comes out, the Torah has the power to sort of get rid of all of our inner struggles and also our inner problems, and we're praying to Hashem. So basically, uh, as the Rebbe says, Nasicha, that the Yomer Moshe is the Moshe which is in us. That's the spark of essence of Yechida, our real essence. So Vayemer Moshe, our Yechida says uh, with the Torah, Kuma Hashem, Hashem, stand up. In other words, let the uh, power of the soul, the essence of the Yid, stand up, and that will cause that the hidden things, the problems that we have in our emotions and our intellect, they will sort of scatter. No more bad thoughts. Only good thoughts, only positive. Trust in Hashem. Yanusu Misanecho. And also those who actually chase us because sometimes we, in actions that cause us to do the wrong things, they will, instead of chasing us, they will run away from before you, from before Hashem, before you in this case is the essence, before the Moshe Rabbeinu will cause the spark of godliness that we have inside us, they will all scatter and all, and all run away. I read an interesting uh, letter this morning from the Rebbe, so that the Rebbe writes to somebody who was... Uh, it, it's kind of hard to tell from the Rebbe's answer exactly what the person wrote to the Rebbe. You could just gag it together, but the Rebbe says to him like this, look, he says, you're a believer, there's no question about it. You believe in God, there's no question about that. So the Rebbe says, you have one of two choices, he basically says to him. It's either you're going to go around worried, how is Hashem going to fix the problems? Because you know the problems are going to be fixed, so you can go around and worry. So you think that God needs your sort of your ideas that you're going to help him figure out. God knows how to fix the problems. He doesn't need your advice. But you're going to go around and then later on when you'll see that the problems is fixed, you're going to say to yourself, why did I waste all this time? 
unworrying and being upset and, 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 and wasting energy and time. Uh, you know, it was a shame, a chaval, you know, everything turned out good. That's one way. The other way is to be sure that everything will be good. There's not even a question. And then when things are good, you're going to say, aha, I handled this one right. I knew it was going to be right, and it did come out right, and it was good. So the only choice is yours is whether to worry or not to worry. It says, don't worry, don't waste your time on worrying, because you know that at the end, the Eibishter is certainly going to make it good for you. So don't, don't spend your time, and don't spend your, your energy. And I told him the, the story was interesting, just... Uh, um, I once heard, and I think it may be this letter, this person wrote to the Rebbe, the Rebbe starts off the letter by saying to him, he says, well, you know, I'm sorry for uh, writing late, late uh, taking some time to answer. And the Rebbe always apologizes if he doesn't answer like the next day. <laughs> he says, if it takes him like two, three days, he says, sorry, don't think that I'm, you know, sort of, you're not important. It's just always the Rebbe says, you know, I was preoccupied. Besides what the Rebbe says to him, you know, I... Uh, I, uh, I, I didn't really have to answer you because my father already gave you the answer, Rebbe, because I guess the person visited with the Rebbe, with his father, he said, you already have the answer. I didn't even have to, you didn't need me because, so I once heard the story, you know, people write to the Rebbe's egress. They, they have a question. They don't know what to do or something, so they write into the egress. So this person, so the egress, you know, they have all the Rebbe's values, the Rebbe's egress. So the person wrote, uh, had a question. And he wrote it into and put it into one of the igros that Nazachim. He opens it up, and he was a little disappointed. Because by accident, he didn't take the Rebbe's igros. He took the igros of the previous Rebbe. He had intended to ask the Rebbe, not by the previous Rebbe. So he, 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 he was upset. He didn't want to say, he said, no, this, this is the work. He's going to do it again. So he goes and he puts it in, into the igros of the Rebbe. And he comes across, the Rebbe says, I don't understand why you asked me the question. You asked my father-in-law, I gave you the answer. <laughs> he, says, he says, why are you asking me? I'm not sure. I heard this story a long time ago. It was maybe this letter that I was reading because the Rebbe says, you don't even need to give you the answer because my father-in-law is already giving the answer, so you know already what to do. What? What? Yeah. So, but you see, Mamas, <laughs> I mean, the people, skeptics will explain everything, you know. They'll explain, they'll explain everything you want. But somebody, you know, Mamas, I give all the story.